Welcome to Laguna Costa Radio, featuring interviews with authentic anglers and hunters from around the globe, and brought to you by Laguna Costa Outfitters, purveyors of sweet threads for the salty soul. Check us out at lagunacosta.com. All right, I'm ready. All right, everybody, uh, uh, Dink Murphy here with Laguna Costa Radio, and I have our first guest on the line with us, Brian Nelly. And Brian is uh, owner and founder of Pushing Water uh, Kayak Charters or Pushing Water Fishing. You're going to correct me on that already, Brian. What is it? It's Pushing Water Kayak Charters. And where is that out of? Uh, we are in the Palm Beach area. We run trips anywhere from Delray Beach up to Fort Pierce on the Palm Beaches and Treasure Coast, Treasure Coast of Florida. And and it's all done out of kayaks, I guess? Correct. Yeah, we only do kayaks. How does somebody get a hold of you if they want to book a trip if they're in that area? I uh, can either call us at 772-201-5899 or check out our website at tckayakfishing.com. TC, Tom Charlie, tckayakfishing.com. Correct. All right, and what's that going to uh, – are you mind sharing rates? Just go ahead and throw that out there. What's that going to cost somebody? Uh, your inshore trips are going to run um, 250 for the first person, 75 for each additional person, and then your offshore trips are 300 and 125 for each additional person. And that includes all your equipment, kayak, safety gear, and we only use Hobie fishing kayaks. All right. Awesome. Well, I've been with Brian uh, with a, a few of our sales managers before, and it was a good time. Did a little inshore and hooked up on some trout, and I think somebody maybe landed a redfish, but uh, good time. So look Brian up for that. But Brian also fishes in the Extreme Kayak Fishing Tournament Series, or Extreme Kayak Wars, I think as some call it. And uh, he just so happens to be two-time Bahamas uh, champion. Um, tell us about that. Let's let's start there. Tell us about the most recent Bahamas uh, tournament and uh, how many anglers were in it and uh, what it took for you to win it. Walk us through that. Kind of paint a picture for us there. Uh, this year, I believe there was just over 60 anglers fishing in the Bahamas. Um, you know, it's the Bahamas tournament is kind of it's a little different than the the ones that are run in the states. In the states, um, the uh, the fishing over there is good. There's a lot of barracuda <laughs> that you kind of have to weed yourself through to get to the other fish. Um, but both years, this year and last year, there to win the tournament only took like three or four fish. So um, compared to the stateside tournament, it's um, there's not as many fish caught, but there's opportunity to catch you know a lifetime fish over there in the Bahamas. Um, this year, you know, I, I, I can't, I still really don't believe that I did it back to back, but, um, <laughs> the, uh, the fish that took to win it, um, was a kingfish, about 15 pound kingfish, 15 pound mutton snapper, and on the second day, I only got, it was like around a 15 pound dolphin, which on that second day, I didn't think I, you know, had enough to win it, but, uh, it ended up being enough, so it was a great time. 
and you got another ring, I guess. It looks like, uh, I think I've seen a picture of it on social media. looks like a dang uh, Super Bowl ring. Uh, yeah. Those aren't cubic zirconia uh, stones in there, is it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's at first that when uh, Joe Hector, the, the founder of the tournament series, uh, had said that he's going to be giving rings out, I was kind of like, oh, God. But, um, you know, I, I was like, oh, I'd never wear that. But it's actually pretty cool um, to see it with your name engraved on it and everything. So it's, it's kind of neat. Um, it's a little better than taking home a trophy. You know, you got something you can wear all the time. That's awesome. Well, on that note, and, and those fish you just described, I mean, uh love to talk about inshore, but let's talk about uh, something we're seeing a lot of on your Instagram site and, and Facebook. You you seem to be head, heading offshore an awful lot lately and landing some really beautiful fish. I mean, I saw one picture where you have some, what some of my fishing buddies call pig pig snappers or hog snappers. They they look like they were the size of a wild hog, and there's about six of them. But uh, on those trips, uh, tell us about your gear. Uh, let's start with your, your rod and reel and, and what you're spooling with. If you don't mind sharing that with us, um, not so much how many rods you're taking and how each one's detailed, but if you grab two setups, uh, what would you typically take uh, offshore with you? Um, I use... Shimano, Trevella, um, they're actually jigging rods, but I'll use them for for live baiting as well. Um, and the reason for that is I like to have um, a short, compact rod and reel. I don't want some big, bulky, you know, a, like a 20-wide with a big, heavy, you know, 100-pound um, rod. These rods are actually really small and compact. They kind of more look like an inshore rod, but they have the power you need to be able to, you know, fight the bigger fish. So, like I said, it's a Shimano Torello rod. It's like a 50 to 100 pound. You can do a 30 to 60 pound. It will work well as, as well for live baiting. Um, and then I'll match that with, uh, you know, an 8,000 to 10,000 series Shimano reel. Um, I'm using Spheros right now. Um, I kind of like those. It's held up good for the price point that they, uh, that they sell for. And that's lined with um, 30 to 40 pound braid. I use braid on everything. Um, some guys, you know, only prefer to use mono, especially for live baiting. But, again, I'm looking for more line capacity and the, the ability to use a smaller reel. Again, I'd be looking, you know, not to have something big and bulky that i got to fight the rod more than the fish. Um, so that's the main line, 30 to 40 pound, and then I'll run like a 15-foot, 30 to 40 pound fluorocarbon leader. So that's our general setup. And uh, I know you're you're repped uh, uh, by a, uh, a number of uh, lure companies. Uh, uh, I believe Victory is one of those. Would that be something you're stringing on there uh, for uh, a lot? Uh, something from Victory. Tell us about their their tackle and what you prefer when you're jigging or whatever. Yeah, the Victory Lure is a great company. They you know they offer. Jigs of all sizes um, have very reasonable price compared to some people. Um, yeah, the the rods I kind of get down to like a forty to eighty pound with a jigging rod, a little shorter. Um, it's like a six foot three instead of a six foot six, seven foot. And uh, well, you know, the, I, I like to use a smaller jig to start out if you can, and then you know what determines that is really how fast the current's moving, and then you can move up anywhere from 
you know, up to a seven ounce jig, but I prefer to use a lighter one. Uh, you know, the, we catch a lot of two ounce jigging, and that's mainly what we do that for, as well as some bottom fish. Um, and they all seem to like the smaller jig if you can use it, and it also helps on your shoulder and arm as you're jigging throughout the day if you're using a little lighter jig instead of going to that seven ounce right away. And I left out the kayak part because I know you're uh, sponsored by, I believe it's Hobie. Uh, what are you, uh, what are you paddling, or maybe I should say pedaling, uh, when you're headed offshore? What, tell, tell us about that gear. Yeah, the we use uh, the Hobie Outbacks for our whole fleet. Um, the uh, it makes a huge difference having the pedal option, and uh, those are you know the only thing that the Hobie Outbacks are the perfect size for pretty much anybody. You can fit, you know, six foot seven, six foot seven foot tall person in there, anywhere down to, you know, a four foot tall person. So, they're a great all around boat and makes it a lot easier having the pedals there for you. All right, good. Well, where, uh, where, where are you headed next in the tournament series? Something uh, stateside, I guess. Yeah, the next event um, is the 27th of this month. And that's going to be held in Pompano Beach. So looking forward to that. And what do you do to prepare for a tournament like that? You just keep on fishing. I mean, that's pretty tough, huh? Is that yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't really do a lot of pre-fishing for these. Um, it's kind of generally going to kind of know where the fish are going to be, kind of holding majority of the time. Um, and if you don't, you kind of figure it out real quick when you're out there. So um, again, in these in these tournaments, your objective is to get two kingfish and then kind of try to find something else to add to your weight. So your kingfish are generally going to be in, you know, one or two areas that um, you should be able to figure it out pretty quick when you're out there. So, All right, I've got three, kind of three closing questions. And there's a, uh, the first one is, if you were headed offshore right now just by yourself or with some buddies, what, uh, what, would, what would be like the top three or top four or five things other than your rod and reel and your tackle that you cannot live without when you're out there on the water what what do you what are you really upset about if you leave at home or forget uh main thing is your depth finder uh you feel blind when you're out there if you don't have it um also sunglasses of course um pretty you know basic stuff depth finder sunglasses and uh maybe a gaff i would say probably top three well, I, on that topic, I, I do see that you, you're harvesting some fish from time to time. Are you are you carrying an ice bag with you, or, or how do you keep those fish fresh? I mean, if you've got some uh, some good stuff you're bringing back, you certainly don't want it to spoil. Yeah, we, we use uh, Ingo Coolers. Um, they have this a pretty decent-sized fish bag that you can actually still fit inside the back of your kayak. Another uh, kid fish, you know, put... Maybe a, you know two ten pound bags of ice in there, and they'll keep your fish pretty low ice down for the whole day, even during the summer. So just regular so ice, ice. You're not going with the dry ice, then, huh? No, no, no. The, the yeah, regular ice will do the trick for you with those coolers. Awesome. And then the the second question I have: what is what would be your top two or three knots that you? I, I'm sure you're an expert at tying them at this point, but if somebody Doing this type of fishing is going to learn two or three knots. What would be your recommendation for them to practice and be able to tie on the water and, and 
you know, sometimes difficult conditions? I'm simple with knots, and, you know, they really haven't failed me too often. <laughs> but um, a good one to know are just a basic, basic clinch knot, um, a good line-to-line knot would be, a, you know, a uni-to-uni. There's also some other ones you can do that kind of, um, you know, make it a little so there's not so much of a bulk on your knot um, if you want to be able to bring your line to the guide tips. But um, I, I'm pretty, like I said, pretty basic. I'll do a uni to uni for my floral to mainline knot, uh, either a clinch knot, a uni knot, I'm sorry, not a uni knot, um, a loop knot, as well as a palmer knot is good to know. But basically, the majority of the time I'm on the water and I want to try something fast, it's going to be a uni to uni for a clinch knot. And those are really your basic knots. You can learn those pretty quick. All right, and uh, I guess the last thing I had is where where on social media uh, can people find you? Uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, other than your website, and, and what would be your username or account profile name that they could find you? Yeah, you can find us um, on YouTube at Pushing Water, um, as well as Instagram at Pushing Water Kayak Charters, and then Facebook. You can find me under my name at Brian Nelly or on our business page at Push and Water Kayak Charters. All right, and that's Nelly, N-E-L-L-I? Correct. A.K.A. Nailbag, is that your nickname out there in the tournament series? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'll work too. All right, and you want to go ahead and uh, plug, uh, in closing, uh, plug your sponsors or some of your primary sponsors? I mean, other than... Laguna Costa, of course. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, DOA Lures, Ingo Coolers, Victory Lures, Yozeri, um, you know, some of the main guys there as well as uh, Eagle Claw. They help out with uh, all my hooks and everything for the offshore series. All right, Brian Nelly of Pushing Water Kayak Charters and uh, Extreme Bahamas Champion two-time champion. Thanks for joining us on Laguna Costa Radio and uh, hope no to problem. see you somewhere uh, somewhere soon. Thanks, Brian. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Bye. Today's podcast was brought to you by Laguna Costa Outfitters, purveyors of apparel for the authentic angler, hunter, and outdoors enthusiast. Check us out at lagunacosta.com or join us on Instagram and Facebook. Laguna Costa, sweet threads for the salty soul.